Hello! If you're listening to me, then you have downloaded one of the archival episodes of Pod on Pod. This is a show that doesn't really exist anymore. I am Joel Sharpton. I'm one of the hosts. Josh Shirley is my co-host. And for a couple of years, we reviewed podcasts under the title of Pod on Pod. We have since moved. And you can now find all of our reviews, subscribe to us, and get the latest stuff at alwayslisteningpod.com. Or follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, at alwayspod. Or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash alwayslisteningpod. Now... Enjoy the review. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through. When the world is dark and boring, let us do your exploring. Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts, because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. And I'm Joel. This week we're discussing Girl on Guy, Aisha Tyler's podcast. Aisha, it's a lady. It is a lady. We've uh, we've only had a few uh, female uh, podcasters so far. Um, Andrea Seabrook being the primary one with Decode DC. I think that's actually only our only. One. That's our mm-hmm. only female podcaster. Yeah. Look at that. Well, here be, we go. It'd be nice to see a graph that shows female podcasters to male podcasters and then to see what the podcasting industry correlates to in other industries. Like does it does that correlate with stand up, right? So female That's a good that's a very good that would be an interesting discussion to have, an interesting chart to see. I would love for um like Nate Silver to break that down or something the statistics. Well, how of many it. how many Sports podcasts out there are there a, a lot. ton. How, how many m- tech podcasts are how there? How many of them are hosted by by women? Very few. I would. Th- I mean, I, on ratio, I would say fewer right. than. Yeah, you're right. All right. Well, so not only is she a, a podcast pioneer just because she's been doing it for a long time, but she's a podcast pioneer in that she's a woman too. She's also uh, she is a comic. Uh, you might know her from her work on uh, TV and shows like Ghost Whisperer. She was on the first season of that as Andrea Marino. Um, she was also on Friends way back in the day. She played Charlie Wheeler. She was a co-host of The Talk. She's the new host of Whose Line Is It Anyway? And for quite a while now, she's been hosting her own podcast called Girl on Guy. I'm trying to see when this show was launched. July 26th, 2011, uh, she started hosting her own weekly podcast. She interviews her favorite celebrity friends, discusses topics guys love. Hers was a name that I recognized. I didn't get up. You didn't get the title, the implication that it's really a guy's show? I didn't go through every episode. And I was like, man, I wonder if there's one where she interviews uh, another female. Because then it's girl on girl. <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I haven't looked at all of the archives. I don't know that she's ever had a, a woman on the show. But I didn't particularly I didn't particularly think that they were that the questions or the interviews or how it was very male centric. Well, she's been around quite a while. I listened to uh, the latest episode I think I listened to was episode 129. So that's several years of podcasting well, there. My you wife, imagine that the show has evolved a little bit over time. My wife loves her. Really? Yeah, she didn't even know she had a podcast. Uh, and I feel like, to me, she's come into my consciousness and it seems like she's come in just like and has blown up. Like she's been on so many things lately it seems to me and it could be 
simply because I started listening to the podcast and that opened my awareness and I'm like, oh yeah, she's done this and she's done this. Well, anytime you get, anytime you get used to seeing a face or hearing a voice or a name, then you hear it and you see it and you notice it more often everywhere else, you know, like where it might have gone into the background before and she's just another person that's on TV. You notice now when she's in a headline or, or you hear her on TV or whatever, because you have heard her on the podcast, I think. But also I think she's used a lot like Mark Marin. She's used the podcast and the dedicated audience that she built there, the dedicated following that she built there to springboard back into a second phase of her career. Yeah. I mean, she was somebody when she was on Friends. She was a hot name then, and she had a little bit of a, of a buzz going, but could have faded away, could have turned and just become a real stand-up comic. Well, the, the interesting thing is a lot of the podcasts that I listen to or people that I follow or comedians that I'm interested in, mm-hmm. like I have followed them for years. So, so there is a maturity to the relationship that I have to those shows. Right. Yes. Like I can make excuses for something that's not funny because it plays off of something two years ago that they did. And that's why, why it's funny. There's, there's that, that relationship with that show that I have. It's like watching a kid grow up. Right. Mm -hmm. But for this show in particular, for some reason, it was like, she just popped out to me, fully formed, ready to go. Yeah. A little bit. I, I can see that too. I, I did not remember her from Friends way back in the day. I had not seen her in anything else or noticed her at least in anything else. And although I have seen her in things over the years, like, for instance, she was in an episode of Boston Legal. I know I saw that episode. She was in an episode of 24. I'm sure I, she was in seven episodes of 24, as a matter of fact. I know I watched that. What made me take notice of her, the first context that I took her in was as a prominent female podcast host. She's very outspoken about podcasting she's very outspoken in support of it do you think that the reason she's outspoken about it is because she's a black female comedian and what a way like like my favorite thing about podcasting is you can get your voice out there you can say what you want to say if she's going out trying to get roles she doesn't have to rely on a writer or a casting agent right like she's gonna she's gonna be a a very narrow vein to get those roles, but through podcasting, she's free to explore and do what she wants and say what she wants. And I wonder if that's why she's she's such a, a supporter of it. I think that's I think that's entirely possible. And boy, what a great pitch for podcasting right there. You're you're free to do what you say do what you want and say what you want. What we're doing here on this show, what we want to do and what we uh wanna say is we want to review a different podcast for you every week. We want to bring you a little sample of that show so that you can know whether it's just right for you because we think there's something for everybody in the world of podcasts. This week's show, Aisha Tyler's Girl on Guy, the way we're going to break it down is with um, the same four criteria we use for all of our shows, audio quality, host likability, production values, and then the content itself. So let's get right to the audio quality first. She's recording this show, and this is interesting because it is a professional show. She does have advertisements. This is part of her job, so to speak. She records the show with two mics straight into an iPad. Yeah. She edits it right there on the iPad, and, and or maybe she offloads to a computer, but the, most of the production and definitely the capturing of the audio is done there. Even now, after years of doing it, she still has done it that way. Most people... Maybe they start with a simple setup and eventually they, they build their own studio or something. Well, the current audio quality of, of Girl and Guy I'm happy with, mm-hmm. but I don't know how far back you went. She's switched different mics and she's tried different things throughout the time 
All right, maybe. Well, maybe so, I'm, some of them aren't always great. The, like I said, the latest I listened to was Paul Gilmartin, episode one twenty nine, which is fairly recent, it's a couple months back, I think. But you know, you compare this to, and I hate to use him always as an example, but Mark Maron's a great one. He built himself a, a full production studio, yeah. pretty much in his garage. There is a difference in the sound. Having said that, she gets clear, clean audio. There's nothing wrong with it. She and her guest both are always. Uh, it's it's plenty. Uh, comfortable to listen to you know there's nothing exci- wrong with it. you know what's been really exciting to discover what about her she is a beautiful woman oh yeah she a stunning yes her geekitude her geekdom is always surprising when she says something about a book or she catches you sideways on something you're like dang where were these where are these beautiful strong women who were into the same things I was into back in high school, man. Yeah, well, I think the problem is you and I both come from small towns. It was just a population issue at that at that point. But no, you're 100% right. And here's, a, an, again, something that she gains in the world of podcasting that she wouldn't have gained as far as you or I can, are concerned just through her TV or movie experiences or appearances, I should say. I, any, anytime somebody pitches themselves to me as a real guy's girl or something like that, or I'm the girl that's into the guy stuff, or I'm the girl that's into the geek stuff, I always think, you know, you poser. You know what I mean? Like, you're just that's trying not, to make a dollar. Right. You, that's a convenient niche for you to fit in and get paid. And so, well, good for you for figuring out a job, but I'm not interested in hearing what you're selling generally. What happens, though, over the course of an hour and a half or something with a long conversation, it is the little moments when she really – you it. hear her smile yeah. about a book or a comic or, or a movie or a yeah. whatever it is or her running around in her underoos you know, playing Wonder Woman. And she gains your trust. Those are true stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So that's one of the things that comes across, and that comes across even if the mics aren't uh, necessarily top quality. Uh, that's audio quality. Let's move on to host likability. And and here we're kind of talking about it anyway. She won me over as the geek girl. I'd already discussed, I, I vaguely knew of her, and I knew her as that. She pitched herself as the guy's girl, and I wasn't real high on her. I, I, I remembered her vaguely from friends, and I thought, yeah. I'm going to write her off as a poser. I'm with you. When you see this over the course of three and a half or four hours now, I listen to the Paul Gilmartin episode 129, episode 92 with Carlton Cuse. That's the, he was the showrunner for The Lost way back in the day. And then an episode, I don't, I think it disappeared now off the list, Ron Funches. It was an old episode. I listened to Ron Funches. Love, love that guy. Love Ron. I will, everybody should go out and support that guy. Yes. He's got a new show coming on TV, Undateable, soon, the end of the month, right? It, it may already be out by the time we Maybe so. package this episode. Oh, that's a very good point. I listen to Ron Funches. I listen to Ryan Stiles. Okay. And Adam Shankman. Adam Shankman. I don't know him, I don't guess. So I knew Adam Shankman from So You Think You Can Dance. He's one of the judges. Okay. But he's done it. He's done a lot holy, of stuff. Holy crap, man. This guy's career is ridiculous. His stories are ridiculous. He's in rehab right now. Uh, or he's probably out of rehab by now. But- I mean, they they talk about it. He's very open and honest about his career, where he started, how he got into uh, the world of uh, dance and choreography and and everything that goes along with it. Very, very, very interesting episode, which I think most people would skip over just because, oh, who cares? It's one of the judges from Dancing. Right. So you think you can dance. And then Ryan Stiles, I was excited for that one. You never 
get any type of interview or information or anything on Ryan Styles. Uh, Ryan Styles is the is the guy from Whose Line Is It Anyway, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, and he was also on the Drew Carey show, right? But he, he almost you never he just hear doesn't do from publicity, him. right? And he's missed because he doesn't even keep he doesn't even keep a cell phone on him really, so he's missed gigs. He's <laughs> missed. He's missed paying because he's opportunities <laughs> because he's inaccessible, and I love it. So it's those funny. are the three episodes that I listened to. All right. Uh, well, that goes uh, to the content. Let's talk about production values first. It's bare minimum. As, love it. As described above, her recording setup would pretty much dictate it. You know, she does. It, this is a mobile recording situation. She's got iPad straight in or, or mic straight into the iPad, pretty much on a little mixer. It is the. It is I don't the, mind it. It is my preferred podcast production style that's this is the way that you would do it if you were if you were doing it raw here's what it is take it or leave it what it does is it really showcases the content itself you and i both listened to some interesting people carlton cuse um was a was a great interview she was a big fan of lost um of that whole phenomenon the show and, and everything surrounding it so they she got to geek out a little bit about that they talked about what it was like having had a long career, a long successful career in TV, but never having had a big breakaway hit. And then suddenly he and uh, Damon Lindelof are like thrust into the forefront and the spotlight where everybody knows your name and everyone's talking to you and you as the, the showrunner on a TV show are showing up on Jimmy Kimmel and on the tonight show, uh, you know, every night because people want to know what's going on in your life. It was a weird situation. That was an interesting interview. Ron Funches, we already have talked about what a great, um, guy he is. And she opened up or he opened up to her about some stuff that I didn't know stuff about, uh, you know, he's a single father and there were kind of a few experiences there that he and I share in common. And it was, I was really beneficial to me to hear that side of him. The differences between his mother and father. Yes. Are totally opposite end of the spectrum. Man. Oh, absolutely. And speaking of mothers, that was the Paul Gilmartin episode. And you got to go back and listen. You know who I'm talking about. Paul Gilmartin from Dinner and a Movie way back in the day on TBS. Yeah. A great comedian in his own right. I remember him from the from Dinner and a Movie, yes. But I also remember him from the Bob and Tom show. He would go on the Bob and Tom show on the radio a lot. Did you ever listen to that show? Yeah. Okay. And he would do like humorous poetry and things like that. I, lots of fun stuff. I didn't realize... Paul's got his own podcast out there. We're going to review it someday, probably. I think it's called like the Mental Health. I always get a creepy vibe from him, man. Really? Yeah. Well, that's you got to listen to his story. He, in his adult, you know, recently in the past few years, he's come to terms with the fact that his mother was abusive, like even borderline sexually abusive. You know what I like about the show? What? More than any other interview type show, mm-hmm. she d- she isn't always doing the mainstream interviews, man. Uh, She's doing interviews about the people she likes or the interest that she has. And some of the other interview podcasts are interviewing people who have something to plug. I think they're yes. I'll I won't say she's one of the only people that does that though because of the guy we just interviewed, Joe Rogan, does the very same thing. He'll he'll bring somebody, some obscure guy with a patent on a on an invention you've never heard of, or somebody that's got a theory on a UFO or a stand up comic that he saw once in Albuquerque that he likes or whatever. There's a broad list of hosts there too. I think if you are going to host a solo podcast that's really about your personality. That's exactly what you got to do. You've got to showcase your personality. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Yeah, even in the guests that you choose, you got to showcase yourself. 
But again, it's the long form. It's the long form conversation. That's yeah. that's that's the thing that is the benefit here. That's where you really get to understand people. She's got a gift for conversation. She brings her guests outside of themselves and and just what they're pitching. So even when they've got something to plug, that's not what the show ends up being about. And I like that. So one of the things we like to do here on Pod on Pod is give the show an alternate name, a, a different title than uh, what the creator has come up with. Of course, a lot of thought is put into the name of the show. We agonized over the name Pod on Pod, of course. I'm sure Aisha gave a lot of thought to Girl on Guy. But we think we can playfully find something that's more descriptive. How about that girl from that one thing that one time? It's her show. How about <laughs> the Swan Inn? Female attendant available. The Swan Inn female attendant available. All right. How about whose podcast is it in? Oh, <laughs> I knew you were going to go. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, how about um, two mics, one iPad? Nah, dude, that's terrible. No? Oh, come on. No, no, no. All right. Do you have a favorite moment from the episodes that you listened to? I really liked the Ryan Styles. Uh, episode because he talks about stuff from whenever he was a kid, you know, things that you could have got away with in the early 80s that there's no way you can get away with now. And I love hearing those stories, knowing that those stories are dying. It's a phenomenon. Yeah, they're going you, away. You and I have talked about it before. Like, you know, you'd go to the corner store and pick up cigarettes for your next door neighbor and you're 10 years old. Right. Those <laughs> yeah. stories, those stories are good. They're not going to happen anymore. It's never, ever going to happen again. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not that though. It's not. It's not that you look back at back on it with nostalgia, like "oh, what a better world we lived in." You just look back on it and go, "What a simpler time that people thought you could do those things." So, whenever, anytime I can, anytime I hear stories like that, I I, I cherish them because I know they're going to go away sooner or later. I loved the whole discussion with Paul Gilmartin talking about his realization of the depth of the dysfunction in his and his mother's relationship. He knew, and he talks about it in the show, even as a kid, he knew that his mother was something was wrong in the way that she treated him. But it wasn't until just the past few years that he realized exactly how wrong that relationship was. And he's finally, as a matter of fact, had to cut off ties with his mom. It's not like I don't have a, uh, a sick and twisted relationship with my mother, but because of that baggage that he had as a kid, some of the malfunctions and dysfunctions of the adult Paul Gilmartin, I actually, as he discussed them, I was like, oh, well, I do that. And I wonder if I address this core issue of anger or whatever, as Paul was just talking about. Anyway, that discussion opened up a lot of things about me emotionally and stuff. And I love hearing other people's experiences spoken open and honestly. And and you can't get that anywhere other than podcasting, I don't think. Not right now, anyway. So that's my favorite moment. So let's rate the show. All right, then. I'm going to give it one earbud. I love her consistency. I love the fact that she was an early mover in the medium. I love the in-depth conversation. But at the same time, a reasonable episode length. Who We just... Uh, talked about a guy i'm not going to call him out by name but it rhymes with snow logan um he has these four-hour episodes that are epics that's you can't have that her episodes are an hour hour and a half and yet she still is able to get there with the guest and i think that is really really something to applaud i love the breadth of guests that she gets too you talked about that already so for all of that i'm giving her one earbud She's not my favorite host in the world. I'm probably not going to listen every week, but I will stay subscribed. And and from time to time when I'm interested in the guest, this is definitely one I'm going to tune into. So here's how I come up with how I rate a show. Okay. 
The only way you're going to get two earbuds out of me is if it's a show I'm listening to every week. And then I go down from there based on how often I'm going to listen to the show. I'm going to give her one and a half because I feel like I'm going to listen to it more often, even if it's not somebody that I know, because I think it's going to expose me to a lot of people. It's going to expose me to a lot of people that I don't know I'm going to enjoy. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, I think that's very fair because her experiences and her voice is, is are different than your own. What she, the people that she's bringing in that you don't know are truthfully the most interesting ones. Yeah, like the Adam Shankman episode. I would have never, if we weren't doing the, sh- if we weren't doing Pod on Pod, I would have never listened to that episode. I would have never listened to that show, and I'm so happy I did. So I'm going to give it one and a half earbuds. Nice. So the total ranking this week for uh, Aisha Tyler's girl on, uh, excuse me, yeah, girl on guy is two and a half earbuds. All right. Um, you can check out more from Aisha at AishaTyler.com. You can find her podcast there. Um, you can find her blog and uh, links to uh, see her in person too. She's got a live tour going on right now, the self-inflicted wounds tour. Check it all out at AishaTyler.com. Until next week, I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. And this is Girls on Guy. No, this is Guys on Girls on Guy. Guys on Girl on Guy? Hmm. I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. And this is Guys on Girl on Guy. Eh, There we go. (laughs) That's the ticket. Two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is The Network.